All right, what's going on, folks? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another episode of The Bordello. Sam Adamo coming at you. I'm here with Samson Cooperman. You're a comic here in Montreal. You're one of my favorite comics that I have probably ever seen live. Hmm. What do you have, internet? Fuck. Oh, live. Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah live, live. You're, uh, you're, 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 you never cease to fucking make me laugh. And uh, I'm happy you're finally here because we tried to do this before. We Thank tried you. to set up a pod. And you got cold feet. You you demanded payment. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't want to do it. You demanded payment. You said pay me. I said two hundred bucks before we were going back and forth over how much the amount was. I thought it was two hundred. You said it. You, you actually asked me for three hundred. And then the next day, I increreased it to three fifty. <laughs> I don't remember you doing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do that? Well, Is like it- as a, just to fuck with you, I was like, I then sent you a, me- a text where I'm like, look, I thought about it, and I actually want three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So so I I uh, I said no. Uh, Sorry when it's not happening. That's a lot. Like I, I think the line I said to you is, I think I said that's about, I may not have texted this to you because I don't think I had the heart to, but I definitely thought to myself when you said 300, I was like, well, that was 280 more than I was willing to pay. Mm. So that's, that's not happening. And, uh, and, and I said, well, if you change your mind, you know, let me know. And you did. And Listen, here you are. Stick with me. Fuck. So the, the question is what, <laughs> so the question is what changed? Uh, I, like I said, well, uh, basically, uh, I, I stopped thinking about, oh, like, you know, is it worth it? Because I was, like, looking at other podcast appearances that I've done, and I was, like, questioning if this is, like, my best way of presenting myself. But then I decided, you know what? Like, most of them were good. So, like, I just said, fuck it. I'll just move forward with it and just do more. Well, your, your thing is you've said that when you go on pods, you want to just have, like, fucking quips all the time. And I've said to you that when we just speak on the phone sometimes, that is a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, when you'll call me one day and say, you know, I, I think I've had enough of the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> like after yeah. like after months of wearing a keeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually want to give people context. As now to that I'm you going are. bald, I had second thoughts. So, so the keeper with you is a whole journey. It's a whole it's a whole um, roller coaster. Mm. Um, there have been ebbs and flows to the whole relationship with the keeper. I think it's not been like a very constant thing over the last year. You've gone through periods of loving it and hating it. When I met you last year, you weren't wearing a keeper. I went to Italy three weeks later. I came back, and you were hosting an open mic. And you it was had just desperation. And you had a yarmulke on with, with a suit. You look like a rabbi. And yeah. I said, have you gone like fundamentalist? I was, what? yeah. I was moving in that direction for a while. And But I thought you were doing a bit. Yeah. I thought you were well, fucking Well, then I translated me. it in English and it's all satanic. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> the, the fucking... Th- <laughs> all the prayers are satanic. <laughs> it's like, I just never knew. I never, I never understood the Hebrew. You know? <laughs> it kind of sounds... It, when, I, when I've heard Hebrew in the temple, it sounds a little bit like... Remember in Indiana Jones and like the Temple of Doom? You had those mm-hmm. guys in like the... Uh, in the lair... The fuck! I haven't seen that in years. I remember the last one I saw was like the Last Crusade was kind of cool. Yeah, well, well, I feel like the language that they speak sounds a little like Hebrew to my virgin ear. Kalimal parhuk. It's like very. I don't know. It's well, like, I always it said that demonic. like uh, like Arabic sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger speaking Hebrew. It's like shalom. <laughs> it's like sounds like some like Iranian guy. You know, like, I don't know. Probably gonna get stabbed now. But anyways, I I well. Why? Why for, for making fun? Why by, by some Palestinian guy? Well, I, I put a video on Instagram I where I was just I was making fun of Chris Hansen if he was in other countries. So one of the jokes was who's he, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator on Dateline NBC. Okay. 
So I thought it'd be funny if Chris Hansen, you know, he comes out of the room like to the pedophile and he's like, oh, so what do you think you're doing in here? You know, like you never saw it to catch a predator. I've, I've seen clips. Yeah. Yeah. He like confronts the pedophile right. and they go into a house that's actually a setup. Right. So basically, like I thought it'd be funny if like Chris Hansen was in other countries, like if he was in Saudi Arabia and instead of catching pedophiles, he catches women driving without their husbands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like some woman with a hijab gets in her van, you know, without her husband. And then, like, Chris Hansen turns a light on with a giant turban and goes, so what do you think you're doing in here? Yeah. You know, just, like, that type of fun. And it, I could have done more examples of other cultures just to even it out. Yeah. But I just posted a short clip. And I, the, the next day, I had, like, this one guy from Toronto who was, like, an MMA instructor who's, like, this, like, Arab guy. And he's, like, oh, be careful, bro. You might land up on a T-shirt, which is, like, a reference to Je suis Charlie in France, the guy that got exploded or whatever the fuck. That's such a niche and, reference too. Yeah, it's like like really like a deep like a really threatening type of comment. And then this other guy from this guy who could rip and, you apart with his. And bare my hands. caption on the video as a joke was, "I hope I don't get stabbed in the neck." Like right. not thinking anybody ever actually would. And then this other guy who's also like a Muslim guy comments like, "Oh, you just might." Well, so now it's like I'm not trying to generalize, but it's like I I don't know like I've personally like it, it was it was a bit much like I think I fucking blocked them, but then I unblocked them because like I realized that it's not a big deal. So here's the thing with you. I, I have one follow-up question or, you know, one, one probing question here, which is when you, when you posted that clip, were you wearing the keeper? Yeah, but that like, doesn't help. See, so that yeah. doesn't help matters. That was probably more insulting. No, but it's stupid. The, jo the, joke the joke itself, joke itself, the joke itself was, it was no, there was no, nothing in the joke that was actually against Islam. No, any, it's a good, no, level. it's a good joke. I get, I get, you know I get, I mean? no, I get it. But, but in you my have opinion, to understand. In my opinion, those two guys were the, actually the racist ones because they see a Jew talking about something involving Saudi Arabia. Right. And they assume that he's racist. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Now, the fact of the matter is... And the is, fact that you are racist look, has no bearing listen, on the matter. The you, happen, the, you happen to be, but if, that's not if relevant. If someone said they're shipping my daughter to Saudi Arabia, I'm giving her my last goodbyes. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. On, frankly, that's how yeah. I feel about certain countries. You know what I mean? But they don't know that you feel that way. They don't know like, that you feel that a, way. They're inferring you know, it through that one particular video, which doesn't give any inkling that you're actually racist. Now, you happen to be. You happen to be deeply racist against Saudi people. You would not want to send your daughter there. <laughs> your daughter, but that's that's neither here nor there. It's the, the government. It's the government. You know. Sure. Right. No. I, I, here's the thing. I think I don't like bearing people up to their necks. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. No. That, that's reasonable. You know. That's reasonable. Yeah. People should be smart enough to discern, like, you know, the context of a joke versus just seeing a guy with a kippa mentioning Saudi Arabia and then threatening to kill him. Well, here's my thing with you. you. Know, it's not really a good sense of humor. Here's you know? my thing with you, though. You're not really married to the kippa. You're not hellbent. I on was for I was for a period of time. But now you're not. You're not hellbent. You're you're not hellbent on wearing it all the time. Now Never. I will say you I'm are wear it anymore. Now I'm going to preface this by saying you are a real Jew. Well, yeah. When I had my now, bar mitzvah, like the rabbi. You had a bar mitzvah. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean behaviorally, you're a real Jew. Here's what I mean. You walked into the house. You were offered drinks, and uh, you know. You were offered a cocktail, and you said, oh, I'll have, I'll have a glass of wine. And, you know, you made us open the wine, which is fine. I don't care. <laughs> but that's a very, yeah. you know, like like when I go to someone's house, I would never say open well, the I'm wine. Waiting, I'm waiting for the pork roast later. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know, cause, right, because you've gone so far the opposite way now that you're, you're, you're all about. Well, no, no, I've lived my whole life growing up, like, not being very Jewish, more so just around Jews, because I went to elementary school, high school. Well, I want to get to your yeah. background, because sure, that's, that's sure. the interesting thing. Because, again, you, and, you know where I'm going with this, but people who are listening to this and watching this definitely don't have it, and I think we're going to throw them a real curveball here but the point is you um you are a jew behaviorally like at one point you're like you know i should have had a no i mean i'll be honest like i'm agnostic at this point in my life but behaviorally you are sure I well mean, you can't help like these you things, came down you know? and said 
I should have had a coffee before. Can you make a coffee? You think you could make me a coffee? And I said, you know what? Sure, I could. But again, I would never ask make me a coffee <laughs> at someone's right. house for the first time. Now, again, if there's nothing wrong with that. I'm actually... now. Conversely, I like the host. You say you want the coffee, I go fuck it. I'll make you a coffee. What do you Aren't want? Are you Italian? Like manja, manja. Yeah, yes, like- exactly, exactly. But I could still observe the behavior and say, yeah, he's he's one of them, all right. He, he is. You know. Now, <laughs> okay. now here's the thing. Now, however, however, no, no, no. But but again, this is not insulting. I'm 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 commenting. I'm not insulted. I'm commenting on the behavior. Now, granted, despite the fact that behaviorally, as you said, you grew up around them. You, you, you know, your name is Samson Cooperman. You wore the kippa for a very long time. Your mother's Italian and she never converted. No, she, she did do a, she did do a reform conversion before I was born. She did? Yeah, she did. There was some sort of a... Well, that, because that changes everything. You told me she never converted. No, she never... So technically you're not a Jew. No, because she didn't, if you don't do an orthodox conversion, then the conservative and orthodox sects of Judaism, which they're the most religious ones, they won't consider you Jewish, but... You know, that's I, almost great. You get to be considered a Jew by the cool ones. Well, I mean, sure, yeah. Like personal, like personally, I, I, I don't give a shit about any of these sects at this point in my life, to be honest, because right. I'm agnostic. Like, but, but I, I respect people's. You know, in my view, like any agnostic or atheist watching this will agree with me that yeah. you know I consider it like a willful self-deception. Okay, but if it works out for someone's life and it makes their life better, then okay. But yes, so to answer what you're saying, I'm not considered Jewish by. Orthodox Jews or okay. many conservative Jews, but to Reconstructionist Reform and some other fringier groups, yes. Like in the U.S., the largest segment of Jews are Reformed Jews. Okay. No, that well, that makes sense. My point is this, though: there it may not be too late. We might be able to get you out. Is my point? Be, and you, <laughs> yeah. we might you might just be able to say I'm Italian. Like if anyone ever comes out and says, "Who's this fucking Jew?" I don't know. I was gonna go with Arabs. Iranian. I was going with Iranian. But you, but... you could just be the racist Italian guy, though. Is my point. Like you don't have to be like a Jew who's right. making Arab jokes. You could just be like the racist. No, Italian. but I make you jokes could... about every group. It's just like the. I'm just saying the only time. Yes, I but I you ever could got... be the rate. But maybe you could yeah. make that and reinvent yourself and make that your personality. Just be the racist Italian guy because that's a guy that exists. Yeah, I mean, like I could start saying the N word in my jokes again. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I told uh, Zuniga, "What are you saying about a jigger burger?" <laughs> First time I met him, I'm like I don't know what race you are. Zuniga was a comic. Yeah, he's 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 Colombian and he has freckles. It really throws you off. Anyway, so this whole episode is about me becoming racist, basically, just by becoming more Italian and less Jewish. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. So 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 you're um you're, you're agnostic now because you 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 were you were very you were all in on the um you were all in on the religion for like a good six months, I'd say, a good six months. You were all in on it and you uh, kind of just abandoned it like recently. Well, I went like to you a, really. No, I actually was, was going to convert to orthodoxy. Like I, I had a meeting with like three orthodox rabbis. And then like, I remember at one point, one of the guys was like, and you know, like some people four years in, if they get caught doing something wrong, someone can take a picture of them and maybe send it to us. And then we cancel the conversion. And then I was like, that sounds kind of like fucking communistic. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of loser walks around in Utremont with their camera like, he's eating bacon and like sending pictures to their rabbi via text message. Like who the fuck lives their life like that? So I was like, I right away, I was like, I let the guy know, like, like that's fucking sketch. And then I was like, I was like, look, to be honest, I believe in a higher power, you know, like, for example, like Alcoholics Anonymous is an agnostic organization. They, right. they say higher power. They even say God. But I know a guy that praises Lucifer and he's been sober for six years. 
Whatever works. Because it's an agnostic organization. Sure. Whatever your idea of God is, yeah. it's like the Masons. You say God, but they don't give a fuck which God you believe yeah, in. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I like agnostic. But when I was with the rabbi, like, I was at a certain point when they were sketching me out with certain minor details, and I consider relevant details, but whatever. Then I, I told the guy, look, and on some level, I said, look, I believe in, in God, whatever that word really means, a, a, a higher intelligence that I hope has mercy on our asses. But I told him, like, uh, so when I read the Torah, there's a large part of me that questions it every step of the way. And I don't authentically, I don't sincerely believe every word that I read. Also, there's things that I read that don't really make much sense to me. And then the guy just starts, like, pounding his fist on a table. And he's like, the Jews witnessed a miracle on Mount Sinai. And I was like, Kevin, yeah, you're telling me this. Like, yeah. how the fuck am I supposed to know that? How do I, how could you prove to me that, well, there was 30,000 Jews who witnessed it. Yeah. Incidentally, they don't fucking exist anymore. <laughs> right. And, and then, you know, there's so many reasons like, you know, like anyone that's watched five minutes of Christopher Hitchens or like Sam Harris or whatever the fuck would understand what I'm getting at. But basically I was giving the guy my honesty at that point. I was like, look, like I want to join this community because I think it's helping my life. But I was honest with him. I was like, and I don't. You, and you wanted a Jewish wife. You were very open with that about me. You were very candid. You said, I'm in love with this Jewish woman. Yeah, because I it's, it's easier to match with someone who agrees with you, basically. You know? Right. So that's it. But, but then it's like, based off that meeting, and then also, the, like, I, I didn't realize that it was going to cost so much to do the program and how long it was going to take and all that. And then I was like thinking to myself. cost to the program. Well, like, I spent 300 to have a meeting with three rabbis. One of them was literally on his phone the whole time. Okay. So I'm like, I just I'm personally, I was like, listen, I've been to therapy. If my therapist was on the phone, I'd be like, I'm not fucking paying for this. Right. You know? Right. So the fact that one of them is on the phone, he's still getting paid. Did to you be have there. to prepay or could you pull a Costanza and say, I'm not paying? Well, this sounds like a fucking uh, curb your enthusiasm situation. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a ripoff, honestly. Yeah. And then I even told well, them. Did you call it out in the meeting? No. Well, in the meeting, I was like pushing back on the ideology thing where I was letting him, I was honestly letting him know that this might take some convincing because this is where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I'd like to get there, but I, I can't just, I need to understand how the things, I mean, things need to make sense intuitively for and, me. And were they willing to have that debate with you? Or do you, really, do you, do you think really. they were, they were very, um, do you think they were almost well, anyone taken that's, aback anyone that's Jewish watching your, this, anyone that's Jewish, it, anyone that's Jewish watching this would say, well, they're supposed to make it difficult on the person who wants to convert because the conversions are not easy in Judaism. But it's, there's a difference between making it not easy and like saying something like, we're going to have, there, there are people that can take a picture of you and text it to the rabbi and then we can cancel your conversion. Well, has anyone done that ever? Has anyone? Apparently so. And then in my mind, it's like, isn't that a bad virtue? Like you shouldn't support, like, I don't want the hunchback from 300 with a kippah on fucking taking pictures of me yeah. when I'm in Utrecht somewhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. if I'm eating like a fucking non-kosher tuna sandwich or whatever the fuck. I, I think, I think we just found the second episode of uh, the Italian job. I don't know. Like, look, I'm not trying to disparage like Muslims, Jews. I have nothing against anybody. These are just isolated situations. Right, right, you right. Know? Well, look, you did. Well, you did once call me and say. You did once call me and say. Uh, the th here's the thing with the Jews. I think they kind of. You basically said. I'm paraphrasing here, but you called me and said, you know, the thing with the Jews is I think they kind of deserved it. I go, what are you talking no, about? I was joking. Fuck. Yes, I know. I know. But, but, but no, I know. But, but you justified Or was it. I? Yeah. <laughs> but you were like, but you were like, you know, here's the thing. Who are the two people? I mean, I, they took my book off of Amazon. So no, I'm kidding. They said, they said, they said <laughs> there are only, you, you said to me, there are only two people that care about your I think Jewish I was family about the Holocaust. tree. You were, yes, of course. You were yeah, so about. the thing about the Holocaust. You, you know, but you, okay. Here's the thing about the Holocaust. Here's the thing about the Holocaust. <laughs> here's the thing about the, the Holocaust. Title of the okay? episode. Stay with me now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's a great. doing an impression of so and so. Here's, here's the, here's the yeah. thing with the Holocaust. You said, to, you said to me, here's the thing with the Holocaust. Doesn't it make sense that it happened a little bit? And you said, I said, okay, I'm with you. Go on. And you said, I think you said the only two groups of people that care about your Jewish lineage are Jews and Nazis. The only people that will ask you, is your grandmother Jewish? Are Jews and Nazis? 
It's a Look, very good point. This is kind of a this is kind of a deep subject, but I don't mind going into it. Like, here's one thing that I that that is undeniably make that undeniably makes sense to me at least. That you know, like every year of my life, it's like uh, every all of my friends and people that I grew up with were all like, remember the six million Jews who died in the Holocaust. And then later on in life, I come to find that it wasn't just six million Jews. That I think in later in the grade eleven or ten, I had started learning that there was also like another six. Point five or okay. six million other groups, yeah, and that involves you know like handicapped people, so you know like Claudio, there, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but and, just draw, and like, I love I love how you'll do this where Gypsies. you just drop names of people, <laughs> no one knows, but anyway, so <laughs> but listen, so what I'm trying to say is like, like there's like all these like, other like I understood the reference, but no one else knows who Claudio is. I understand your point, but um, I'm trying to think of someone that's retarded that's famous. <laughs> Look, the point I'm making is like there's other groups of people. So like I when Gre I was, Greta Thunberg. when my friends were sharing that thing on the National Remembrance Day, like I support that obviously. Why the fuck wouldn't I? But then I went out of my way to also share like all the other populations of people that died on like the Encyclopedia of the Holocaust website. And your Jewish friends told you, please. This is about us. Well, one of my friends who's a comic has a joke where he's like, I just want to, he's like, uh, something about how uh, it's Holocaust Remembrance Day, so he wants to remember the 40,000 handicaps who died. Like, that's his Remembrance Day, you know, for the, for the disabled people. But anyway, so like, I was showing all the populations, and I just thought to myself, it's only fair because if you're going to ask the world to give a shit about your history, you should give a shit about other people's. And it should go further than that. Every group of people that ever had a genocide should raise their children to, to be like, if I have a Jewish family and I raise my Jewish kids, I'll tell them, oh, there was the Armenian genocide. And among other, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, it just it doesn't make Rwanda it, one. It yeah. it doesn't make sense to ask the planet to have empathy for you, and then when they the planet demands empathy, you don't give a shit. Right. It is a it is a very deeply insular, almost selfish uh, a group. Every group does as, this as a collective. It's true, but the Jews, I think, really have a chip on their shoulder because they've gotten fucked over a lot, and they just have this history of like of like. Yeah, but the way you're of, saying of, it sounds the way you're saying it sounds like you're focusing on the Jews right now. I am focusing on the Jews, but it, but let's I'm be saying, to balance I'm, it out. Like it's every groups, like there's no Armenians who are like showing their children documentaries about the hall. Are ver probably very few. What do you? There's very few Armenians that show their children. Here's what happened to the Jews in World War II. Probably very few. Maybe Schindler's List, and they probably wonder yeah, if it's. Yeah, a, yeah. They probably don't even know if it's a real sure, thing. Sure. Their life. That's a good point. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, that's like, a good point. Other groups don't do it either. But what I'm saying is like the Armenians have that one genocide and they always talk about it. And But the, the other thing they'll always talk about is how great they were at one point in the very distant past. So do the like Jews the, though do that too. Every group says like we're number Jew, one. I feel like the Jews don't do that. I feel like the Jews have often said we got to stick together because people are always out for us. I feel like that's kind of the thing I've noticed. Well, it's like a black guy on a plane seeing another black guy. We gotta look out for each other. Like that Chappelle yeah, joke. Yeah. Every every race or group. I think the Jews go like, look, further back though. Is what's often way. argued by other Jews. Like you know the movie Anchorman and all the news stations meet in an alley and fight. Yes. They should remake that scene with every race. Yeah. Where it's like the black guy's a giant cock. You know, like the Jewish guy's like has money and shit. I don't know. Like I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, they and like that would be a funny sketch where it's different races. Like an Indian guy, like we're number one. You know, like <laughs> Mexicans dancing. Though, yeah, yeah, just. Like every stereo, every exactly, every stereotype fighting each other. Well, they kind of did that in Anchorman with the with the Spanish news channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, there were so many good movies, dude. With with, but just for the record, I love I love all peoples. I support. I'm not phobic or against any group of people. I guess what we're trying to talk about right now is just addressing hypocrisy. Yeah, and and that's kind of a heavy sub. But I think we did a good job at sort of leveling leveling it out. What was your What was the best Will Ferrell movie from the 20th century or from the you know the two hundred the two thousands pre two thousand ten? I was thinking about Step Brothers Step Brothers the other day. I have a buddy who went to a thing that 
I don't know, someone. You remember the Catalina wine mixer? In yeah, Step Brothers? Of course, of course. Some girlfriend of his Wasn't a huge was hosting fan of that movie, to be honest. a Catalina wine mixer. I liked it. I, my favorite was Talladega Nights, probably. I like old school. Will Ferrell, Frank the Tank. Uh, old school might be my favorite. I like Talladega Nights a lot because, yeah, yeah, uh, because, of, uh, yeah. because of Jean Girard. Because of because of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. I forgot about Jean Girard. You spilled he, my macchiato. He's so over the top. He just goes, Ricky Bobby, say I I will I will release your arm if you say I love crepes. You know, <laughs> I love crepes, and he's like, I'll, I won't say that. I'll say I love pancakes. I won't say it's, it's, it's so <laughs> it's so stupid. And and you know they don't make comedy movies like that anymore, man. I don't know. Will Ferrell movies were like maybe some of the best comedy movies made ever and he wasn't he wasn't even really a comic he did snl but he was never really a stand-up he was just he was just this crazy over the top like mm. actor him and adam sandler um yeah then there was just the hangover the hangover was kind of like the last great one maybe i think yeah hangover is fucking amazing there haven't really been many good comedy movies since the hangover i remember super bad when i first saw super bad i was super like, was, I was, really like I was blown away by yeah. like like when the fucking dude like when the cop says like yeah i once met a tranny legally named fuck <laughs> like how the fuck that even because think about it like okay when was that movie made in like 20 fucking 2008 2007 that's still pretty late to do that joke you know like legally named fuck <laughs> legally named fuck <laughs> crazy concept no it was well right, those jokes are stand the test of time like the funny thing about my cock is that it's located on my back I want to make like, hilarious. You know I, why that movie's good? Because the movie literally had jokes. Like yeah. the characters would sneak in actual jokes that if you were on stage doing stand-up, yeah, they you worked. can tell someone in the audience, yeah, so my back kind of hurts. Oh, we have a physiotherapist. Hey, can you... Hey, the funny thing about my back is it's located on my cock, though. Something. Like that would get yeah. a laugh, you know? Like there's stand-up jokes in the I wanna, movie. I want to make... I, I really want to make the Italian job. We're, we're talking... We were talking in like the green room of one... Uh, I think we were at a bar show, actually. We were in like the staircase at McLean's that one time. Remember we were fucking... We were going off about... Um, maybe a few months ago we were going off about like how you make a movie or a series or something where a guy is kind I like of retarded boat Italian characters well right but but the idea of this show was you kind of like mesh that with uh like the hunchback you know orthodox Jewish guy in Outremont who's like snapping pictures of people and snitching on them to the rabbi and the, the I vaguely remember the premise this, was it's a guy like you who's got an Italian mom and a Jewish father. He's got a Jewish name. He's, you know, behaves like a Jew, but he, yeah. you know, technically isn't one because his mom never converted, but he's a part of the Jewish community. And then what winds up happening is he winds up fucking this one guy's wife from the synagogue and he fucks her really well because he fucks her like he fucks her in really deviant ways because he's Italian he's like <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, putting yeah. it up her ass or whatever yeah. <laughs> you know and then she's like how did, where did you learn to do that and he's like don't worry about it baby and it's like <laughs> only he knows that he's Italian and he just fucks all these fucking women from the congregation oh like he infiltrates a congregation and yeah 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 and then, then you have like other Jewish guys from the congregation that come up to him and they're like I need you to teach me how to fuck my wife the way you <laughs> fuck my wife and the rabbi's like that's like the gigolo Samson. from Deuce Bigelow when he yeah, meets yeah, that guy that yeah. teaches him how to fuck <laughs> yeah yeah yes yes and then and the rabbi's like, Samson, he's like, I heard you've been fucking women, wives in our congregation. No one wants to get married anymore because they're yeah. all holding off for you, hoping that you'll be the one to, you know, to marry them. And it's like secretly you're meeting with your priest or whatever. And he's like the scumbag Italian guy. He's like some fucking priest who <laughs> remembers your exactly baptism. I how it goes, yeah. yeah. But I just love it. Like, like, be funny if like you get home, you're like looking at your podcast. You're like, fuck, why isn't this going viral yet? Anyway, so here's the thing about the Jews. Yeah. Here's a, here's a, <laughs> It's maybe, like, maybe that's that's, that's that could name. be part of the problem. That's that's the title. You gotta balance part. out and talk about like I don't even know what, like, figure out a German joke. 
Is Greta Thunberg German? We were talking about her before, retarded people. I just thought of Greta Thunberg. She, uh, she's Swedish, right? Not sure. She'd be funny in the Holocaust. She still wouldn't shut up, you know? I had, like, some Holocaust jokes, but it's kind of niche shit. Like, at this joke where I was like, uh, I thought my grandmother was in the Holocaust, but it turns out she was just in the Pen15 Club. What do you, I don't even know what that uh, It's is. like in high school, like, kids would write, do you want to join the Pen15 Club? They write penis on your arm, like, right here. <laughs> and then, like, I go in with, like, Pen15, <laughs> like, I go with penis written on my Brad, arm. Like, my mom's like, how was school today? I'm like, uh, not good. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not good. I don't know. <laughs> it's like my first day in grade one. Probably not good. <laughs> How's your, um, I never asked you about this since, uh, since I got the news a few months ago that you'd switch jobs. How's your new boss treating you? You're an electrician? Yeah. You've yeah. been an electrician for a year? Yeah, it's better now. It's better You're not now. licensed, right? You never went to apprentice, school for it. Apprentice. It's in the trades. Like, uh, how did you get the How did you get the position? Because I thought that you had to go to trade school well, in order first, to join a union or something. No, it, it gets to that point eventually. So I used to work in shipping. So I've been working in shipping for since 2018 for okay. years. And then I decided I hated it because like I had friends who were like lawyers and accountants who were making like double, triple what I was making. Sure. And I had more stress than they did. Right. So I said, "Fuck this." And Why then, did you have more stress than them? Why well, basically, was I was being, I was like being, I was being. No, shipping during COVID especially, are you kidding me? Like the fucking port congestion, like China just shutting down their ports. Well, what were you doing? Were you managing logistics well, I was or doing, were you just I moving was, boxes? No, I was doing no manual labor. I was at a desk with okay. three computer screens and I was like sending pricing, you know, like some operations tasks as well, you know, and and uh, documentation, export documentation. Okay, so you're losing your balls doing this so job. I'm losing my balls doing this job that's going nowhere. My boss was the boss's son who obviously is always the worst and he would wear like a turtleneck under a suit that like fucking Don Cherry would wear <laughs> okay. and we're in this shitty office from Dilbert like 80s right yeah he's wearing a suit like he looks like a how, villain how old is this guy this is during COVID oh the guy's probably in his like late 30s like yeah maybe 40 maximum the boss's son right so he's this yeah, younger yeah, guy yeah. you know just had his first kid whatever and I'm just like you know but my ass is getting busted right uh everybody in the office I would see people like people would like quit every few months and I would see that people staying would cry every once in a while. Okay. And then uh, at a certain point, yeah, I just like deleted my whole inbox. I said, fuck these people. I sent a letter, an email to the owner tagging his son in it and everything, explaining like, look, like this is the last straw. Like, the guy's like kicking shit in his office, being crazy. Incidentally, always rubbing his nose in a significant kind of way. Yeah. Anyway, so I said, fuck it. And then I said, okay, you know what? Like I noticed whenever he would ask me, can you move this box or can you do something manual? I was so fucking happy. So I said, all right, I don't want to just be some bum just like working in a warehouse, like moving box, put lift the box, put the box down, you know? I want to actually be useful in life. So like, okay, I'm not great at math, but I'm like, I like, I don't mind doing some calculations. I don't mind doing some measurements. I was thinking plumber, but I didn't like the sound of it. Yeah. Elect electrician yeah. just sounded better. Yeah, yeah. Plumber doesn't sound good. I don't know but why. If, yeah, because it's stigma. But it's it's stupid though. Some plumbers yeah. make more money than electricians even. But plumbers crack. You just think when I think of a plumber, yeah. I just think of a guy, seeing a guy's asshole. You know, <laughs> seeing a guy's yeah. ass crack. You know. Yeah. Well, you see an electrician's ass crack too sometimes. It's just, yeah, but it's I don't think as, of that. I don't think of that. It's just as, as bad. I think, of, I think of the guy bent over looking under the sink. You know what it is? Because electricity sounds like scientific. Yeah. Whereas plumbing is like you just it's just water. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, you sound really uneducated. A plumber sounds really uneducated. But they're very knowledgeable. They're very important, actually. I yeah, mean. no, no, for sure. But you, but you feel like a plumber would just give you. I don't yeah. know. You feel like a plumber. Well, the would goal be more is not to, to say, just like, be an uh, electrician. Say, uh, say a racial slur, you know. I would like to be white collar eventually, but like the path to to that point would be like you know, you be blue collar. Then you get all your cards. You get your certificates. Is that the goal? The goal is to work your way up to yeah, blue collar. Yeah, of course. I want to no to white collar where I sorry to white one collar. One day right. own, run my own business, and I'm just gonna walk up to work sites and just be that guy like checking up on things. Right. 
you know, and my name is on the trucks and shit. What, what and I don't even want to live in this country. What, ha- what happened? To, neither do I. What happened to being a rabbi? That was when I was, was becoming that, indoctrinated. Because look, so that, to, that was to, a phase. to narrow it down to someone wondering, am I just being like exclusatory? No, I, I basically realized something, which is religion in general, they conflate belief and fact. So for example, I can look you in the eye and say one plus one equals two. Right. And you know that's an objective fact. You can fucking do it on your own hand with writing it down. And you could take two objects. If I tell you in the, in the eye, God is real, I'm telling you my belief, presenting it as if it qualifies to be a fact. Yes. So if I ever have kids one day and my wife is religious, my I would insist that we tell our children, well, my like my my wife can say, I believe X, Y, and Z. And that's why I wouldn't want to marry someone who's even that kind of person because it's too complicated. But in reality, like, I wish, like, people would just be honest with children and be like, this is our belief in this family. But to tell a child or anybody, like, this is the truth, prove it. Well, a long time ago that no one can prove, a miracle happened that no one can prove. It's like, you're taking things that you you say, that if you say it's real, then it's real. So yeah, my point is yeah. this, it's a lie by omission. So if I could just quickly explain... If I, no, I understand. You omit all the information that we know, and you just say no, like, this one. If I thing. say God is real, I'm omitting inf- I am omitting knowledge that would otherwise not qualify to be a fact. Okay. Because, for example, there's no there's no good evidence for it. Whereas an objective fact, like an objective truth, which should be what a fact is. Yeah. They're denigrating the value of the word fact. Yeah, like like I perceive you know? the frame of these glasses to be what I understand to be red. That's objective. That's already too complicated. All I'm saying is... <laughs> You're right. That was, no, that was, that was way too complicated. <laughs> All I'm saying is something like 1 plus 1 equals 2 is an objective fact. Yeah, I just I know, but and, I don't want to say know, 1 plus 1 equals 2 again. I didn't wanna, and I want to use the same example. Saying say that, 2 plus 2 equals 4. I just, you know, thought, I just thought the first thing that I could, mo- I could think Moses, of, which was... The if Moses red. split the dead, the dead Sea or whatever it is, that's uh, uh, an alleged hearsay from a story right. that has been revealed. that's not what a fact is so if once we if we see if we start fucking with the parameters of reality and what facts are you're raising children to have a blurred sense of reality sure and that's what i'm against and basically what i'm saying is the world nowadays is so fucked up that i wanted more reality yeah you know i, I said okay you know what the faith thing is giving me hope but the fact that my life isn't going exactly the way i want and the world is going kind of shitty these days i would rather put both of my feet in reality what about what about the uh so what about what about who winds up, you know? What do you think your wife winds up looking like? So you mentioned your wife; you don't want her to be a it's probably a guy from Southeast Asia. At this point, <laughs> the way the way things have been going, because right. you you've had a hell of a time recently with uh, with dating. I don't know, man. What, what, what happened? With, what's happened since that lady? Remember the lady with the um, fuck? I'm gonna miss. I'm misremembering this. You were telling me that you you matched with a girl on Tinder. She was Moroccan. Oh yeah, she had like yeah, a yeah. hole in her head or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that it's up. It's just insane, just the insane stuff that is. That, that, yeah, so you want to talk catfishing, right? So like basically, the story of your life yeah. is, or, or just sorry, but no, but the 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 day to day things that happen in your life are just it's retarded, preposterous. Yeah. yeah, I've accepted my life as a joke, but I, I enjoy so I don't, it. But my point, the reason I'm asking you this is because I don't know how you find a wife. The way that you go about living no, is just I know so insane that I don't know what this that what person winds up looking like. My boss You're saying I don't want my me. wife to, you know, no, no, I no, don't no. want my hypothetical wife to, you know, have these beliefs on religion or I would want her to feel this way or that way. It's like, how about we can get a woman that, you know, has like four can limbs. Ask, can I answer just, your question? Yeah. So basically, please. look, look, look. So like my boss was even asking me about dating advice and I was like, look. The new know. boss. And my new boss is also former religious. He's not, but he's still spiritual. You only work for Jews now? It's just coincidence. Okay, because I thought I thought the thing was you took the apprenticeship to become an electrician, but it was kind of like an understanding that you were only going to do like cash jobs in the you know Orthodox community. 
That was the first job. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. we we so we're moving up in the world. Yes, we're past yes, that now. yeah, we're past that now. Right, right. Okay. But look, so 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 basically, yeah, I'm all over the map here. Sorry. So the two things on. was how to find a wife and the dating situation. So to how to find a wife. Right now, at this point in my life, I'm not looking for a wife. But if I was, yeah, my first inclination would be like, all right, maybe like a volunteer organization that's not religious. And then you meet someone who probably has empathy for people. Right. And you might meet an actually someone decent. Someone who works with like You might even meet someone who's actually very functional. You might even meet a woman who's actually a doctor. Yeah. Who in her personal time feeds the homeless. Right. And you meet like a really great person. Yeah. But that's not really my goal right now because like I can't even fucking clean my apartment as sure. it is. I'm like doing step by step, you know. But so, like, but that's in the works. But in terms of dating, right? So like, you know, everybody just has to get laid at some point, right? So, yes. you know, on dating apps and shit. So this this was like the worst example of being catfished I could possibly. Yeah, think tell of. me more about it because you, you told me about it very, in a very cursory way. We were outside of a show, and I, I you only just told me yeah there was a lady who I matched. Okay, so and I she went on this website called Leo List. It was on Leo List. No, I'm kidding. What? Uh, no, I'm joking. That's a that's an escort website. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what that is. I swear to God. And then she demanded cash. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but, I've never, what is what is Leo list? Is it oh, it's like the it's company? like the new Craigslist for escorts. It's like a known thing. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. escorts specifically, it's like an escort. How do you get there. an escort? I've never I've never got a prostitute before, an escort or a hooker. How do you even yeah. get one? You because you think they're street I've done walkers, it in but... like the first time I ever did it in my life was Amsterdam because like you know you're in the red light district right. and like you know you're but, seeing like a woman dressed like Catwoman. When yeah, the fuck yeah. are you gonna experience yeah, yeah. this in right, real right, life? Right. Let me answer your your point. Uh, so the dating, the catfishing story. Do you want me to go into that? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so just to get to the point, okay? The place, yeah. yeah, just to get to the point. So in her pictures, you know, she looked pretty, nice body. But then some of her pictures, she would blur her face out in like the more recent posts. And the, I was one, like, the ones from after the accident. But I didn't know that. Right. So then anyways, long story short, uh, I, sh I meet her at this fucking restaurant in, in the plateau. Like, you know, she's like, oh, you'll see me wearing the stupid dress. I'm like, oh, it's funny. She can make fun of herself. That's nice. She's probably a chill person. Anyways, she's walking closer and closer. I'm looking at her face. I'm like, there's something off. But it was face from the front, so I couldn't really see. And then when she turned her head, this fucked with my head. Like, I literally thought I was having an acid-like flashback. Yeah. Like, that's, is that, because I've done uh, shrooms, you know, I'm, am I fucking hallucinating? Yeah. Her forehead skull was indented into her fucking head. Inverted. Inverted into her head. Not the whole thing, but one side. concave. One side of it. You know, it looked like she should be dead. Apparently, she almost did die yeah but i'm not trying to be an asshole but like you know it is misleading you know if i have only normal pictures you know I, I, my advice would be like put regular pictures of how you actually look and you'll meet someone that you deserve you know a nice person who actually can get through that yeah i'm not a bad right. person but just because i can't get over that doesn't make me a bad person what does a person like that deserve what i mean is to be honest like In the dating market what, what, is, like, what does that I, deserve? my point is if you put a picture of yourself before an accident and a guy is surprised and the guy then doesn't like that because it caught him off guard, then you deserve that outcome if he doesn't like it because he's not, no one shows up to a date to then be an asshole. How big is the hole? Show me on your face. Like this whole part of the forehead was caved in. Show me, show me on like, like, you know, actual size, the size you, like the size of a palm type of thing. It was like this big. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was serious. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not an asshole. I don't just show up to people. How like, deep? I would say it'll, it looked like an, an, an almost. No, an inch is a bit too much. It was like half an inch. Half an inch. Oh, well, yeah. that's subtle. That's it's not subtle. fucking subtle at all. Half an inch is like still a lot. How does that happen? How did it happen? It was an accident? It was like, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was like a, a, car it was a car collision in like Morocco or some shit. Okay. But look, so the point I'm making is like, you know, if she would have been honest and upfront about it, I would have simply just said, okay, swipe left and then move on with life. No hard feelings. Wasn't there a thing with an operation though that she was considering getting? 
No, I was the one because like because of being like because of my moment of desperation, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna just walk out of here. Right. Maybe I'll fuck her at some point in the future. Lovely. So I was like, are you getting an operation at some point? Yeah. Whereby this could be like a nullified <laughs> fucking issue. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, it's gonna be at some point in the future where like you'll be fuckable. In other words. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about it. You know. Thinking I, about it. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, about I'm it. Like, can you use your fucking encaved in fucking head yeah. for a second and just, anyways? So she was like, yeah, you know. But I asked her, are you on a waiting list? Like, I was trying to make this work, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she was like, well, it's very risky, and I, I was just like, okay. What was risky about it? Did she get into the risk? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I was totally caught off guard, and uh, she did bring it up at some point. It would have been way too awkward if she didn't. So right. she did, she was the one who addressed it. First. She said, by the way. Just she, to address the elephant in the room. We, she asked me about my background, and then when I asked her to re, to reciprocate, then she went into it. But I didn't say, like, she didn't ask me, what do you do? And then I was like, oh, I'm an electrician. So what the fuck's wrong with your head? Yeah. And, like, I just asked, what's with your life, you know? And then she told me this crazy story about how, like, you know, like, she, like, the government, like, gave her a bunch of money. And, like, apparently, like, the money she gained out of that accident, even though she killed someone, is paying for her life as we speak. Okay. So it's a crazy thing. She told me all kinds of crazy shit that might not even been the real. Government of Morocco. She told me that she met the Prince of Morocco. Like, who the fuck knows? You know, like you know the expression, anyone with half a brain. Like, she doesn't fucking have that. You know, like I don't know. Like, I'm just like wondering if she's out of her mind because of the accident. Because she was saying crazy shit. Like, how do you know the Prince of Morocco? Like, and yet, you know, we're eating this shitty burger in Montreal right now. Can Plus, she said he was gay, by the way. So I don't know. Apparently, the Prince of Morocco is gay. I don't because know. She, because he wouldn't fuck her. In, I don't, in her state. The whole thing was crazy. And then at a certain point, like, we, we, we were walking around and stuff, and, and I just noticed that I was not dealing with a normal person. So, like, this is now separate from the head. Personality-wise, it was not a normal person. Can either. I give you a suggestion? Sure, sure. And that's the story. That's Can I it. give you a suggestion? Yeah. Call her back. Why? Call her back. She sounds fun. She sounds like she'd be interesting. She sounds like she'd be good material. She sounds like... She sounds like she could introduce no, I'm you scared. to... I'm scared. I'm scared of seeing people that are... That are royalty just like, in the don't Maghreb. Don't make sense. The people that don't make sense, I'm scared of. Is she the one who uh, cursed you out over DM? Oh, I, fuck. I forgot the final... The ending to the story. Then... Did she call you a Jew bastard or something? Well, basically, or a dumb like... Jew? I think it's because I left her on is that? But is that what she said? No, I'll tell you. She... she okay. She, like... I texted her. Then she responded, but I, I left her on red for, like, 48 hours. I'll be honest. I was... I had no interest. Right. I was ready to let go of this. Yes. Okay. And then I get another text saying, you're Jewish or you're, you're, you're still Jewish. Because when we spoke, I was telling her the same thing I said on this episode, right. that I'm agnostic and that although I support all groups of people, oh. I actually don't think religion is actually a good thing anymore. So she was coming out and, and using and that as And she thought a, that was going to be like a jab. Like, you know what? Even though you think you're so open-minded, you're still Jewish. You're just and a then, Jew. Exactly. You're just a you're Jew. You're just a and fucking then, Jew. Exactly. And then blocks me on everything. Wow. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't even care. She's <laughs> saying you're a Jew. They're coming for you first. I don't know. It was just stupid. It was like, okay, like. But anyway. Globe and Mail right here. Yeah. I pulled this up just for you. Germany's far right isn't just on the rise. It's already arrived. They're coming for you first. You're still a Jew. You're still a Jew. Thanks. Be on the watch. Or be on the fucking lookout. I don't know. Like, that's nuts. That's nuts. But you know, that's... that's um. It's stories like that that make me happy that I'm not. Well, single. look, it makes sense because when there's when there's societal dysfunction in the world, people like look. The worse the economy gets, like I was watching this other news outlet recently. I don't think anything to do with this girl has anything to do with the economy. 
No, no, what I'm trying to say is like, she's, no, she's a, that is a one in a million example that I don't think, and I'll never know anyone else that experiences that type of catfishing. But in terms of like people just being more anti-Semitic these days, it does make sense to me because the more societal, socioeconomic dysfunction there is in the world, people that are ignorant will refer to an easy scapegoat, right? right? right. So it's like, there, I was watching this story about a guy that got stabbed in Toronto and he's on a metro station. He gets stabbed in. Yeah, I saw that. And, and, and everyone's, everyone just nobody helps stares. Him. Dude, they actually looked at him with disgust. In paralysis. This one for girl like was two like, seconds, and then once someone yells out, he's getting stabbed. He's stabbing him up. It was actually it was a very Toronto video. It was actually it was a it was a, it was Peter a Caribbean woman. It was Caribbean woman. She's <laughs> <laughs> stabbing him up. He's and the people just fled. You know, they crazy. do. Not only did they fly, like, okay, she's an elderly woman. I get it. There was guys there, college he's students. He's stabbing him up. He's stabbing yeah. him up. I tell, you, I tell you, he's stabbing him. It was insane. And, then, and then that was people's cue to snap out of the paralysis and run the opposite way. That's, he, the that's died, a good I point. They, these college students these days are so weird. And like, I don't know what the word for other, other, I don't know, a synonym for autistic. They're just standing there. They don't know how to react. I don't know. You don't know they how needed to react a, in that situation. No, but, though, no, no I would, I'll tell you what I would have done. I would I hit the emergency button instantly. And then I would. I would not have and, done that. I, mean, I would not have thought to press. I didn't even remember there was an emergency button available. Okay, then you're pressed. fucking retarded. Then maybe, but maybe but that's so. okay. You don't but. have to be the guy that does it. There should be someone that does it. From the comment section, like people are saying, no one's pressing. Even in the video, if you watch the whole thing, the, you could hear someone at one point saying, "Did someone press the emergency? Why is the train still moving?" Like nothing was happening. Well, it's not gonna make it better. The guy's still stabbing the person, whether the emergency know, button is pressed or not. Just something. Just do so make an effort. There's a girl walking by. She looks at the guy with the blood running, and she had this look on her face, like she was annoyed, like, like, oh, why did you get stabbed? Right. You know, like it's like, what the fuck, you know? Well, you know, she might have thought. Listen, the first assumption isn't guys getting killed, guys getting stabbed. She might have thought maybe the guy was like a drug addict or something and was like bleeding all over. In any case, in any case, what the, I forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, by the way. So then when they here's the weird twist to this whole story. They interview the guy that got stabbed and I have empathy. he survived I thought he yeah, died he almost died okay I thought he was dead uh, and they caught the guy that did it and apparently he's not even getting punished that severely but the guy that got stabbed I actually what does that mean not getting punished that severely like I don't know if this is accurate or not probably have to look Slap it up but on the wrist I heard that he might be on, he might, I heard he was out on bail or something or does that mean like, he, like okay. someone paid to get him out of prison? I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Anyways, I wouldn't be surprised. But but back to the point. So the guy that got stabbed, I, I'm on his side up until this point. In the video to the interviewer, he's Why telling me. Right. Why would you not be? Because I, re I, I relate. I could have been me, right? Sure. So I'm saying to myself, okay, this poor guy. Then he goes, yeah, you know, and, uh, the city of Toronto really let me down, but I guess they're more concerned with the shekels in their pocket. And then I'm like, the mayor's fucking Chinese. What does that have to do with Jews? You know what I mean? Like, he was a Canadian sounding. Yeah, he was like too. some Canadian waspy guy, and he's like, "Yeah, shekels." When I heard him say shekels, all he would, the next word would have been like, "And I guess there must be some sort of a cabal going on." It's like, what's yeah. next? You know, like you know, is a Jewish guy holding a globe made out of. It doesn't paper make mache? you a good person. Getting stabbed doesn't make you a good guy. If anything, it might make you a bad guy. Like maybe you were doing something to fucking antagonize the guy. People that get stabbed generally don't just get stabbed out of nowhere. You might have been doing something. It was just a stupid comment. Maybe he called. Maybe he called. It was a black guy who I think was stabbing him up. Maybe he called him a slur. He didn't say any black. No, the point is, what, he, was he was talking about the person. government, and he said shekels, and it's like the government's like it's a Chinese mayor, and like, it's even dumber because the people that are conspiracy theorists, they're saying that China's taking over. This guy went back to the Jews taking yeah. over. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went to like the original theory, you know. Fuck, like, dude, what a, what a what a downgrade, man. They went from Rob Ford to a Chinese mayor. That's just so much more professional and so much more like severe and stern, like a nice yeah. a, a nice Chinese <laughs> politician and as educated guy. Rob Ford was so much more fun. 
Yeah. Well, I like Rob Ford. Doug Ford, I'm not a fan of. And like people Because felt- he's not as fun. Rob Ford yeah. spoke Patois. I saw a video of him <laughs> speaking Patois a week ago, dude. You ever see the video of Doug Ford speaking Patois? Or Rob no. Ford speaking Patois? Dude, was he smoking up- crack at the time? No. He, dude, he look it up. He was in a chicken place and he was speaking Patois. Look it up right now. I want to watch right. it right now with you. It's, it's insane, dude. <laughs> he's, so, he's fucked up out of his mind and he was speaking Patois. Patois. That's hilarious. I'm telling you. And you know the funny thing is, like I already knew he was How insane. Patois. P a t o i s. I already knew he was insane and that he was doing crazy shit. But this kind of elevates him to it. Jamaican uh, rant. This makes him cooler. Oh, this was during the crack days for sure. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, I think I've seen this. Blast it. Put put the mic to it. He's like, Wagwan, Wagwan. <laughs> cha, 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 money, man. Okay, yeah, I've seen that already. <laughs> I've never seen it. I saw it last week. That reminds me, I was watching this documentary about it. In, Jama- in Jamaica, they're, they're talking about like how people in Jamaica don't do ice or meth or whatever. And there's this guy being interviewed at like Vice, one of these Vice documentaries, right? Yeah. And the guy is like proudly saying like, in Jamaica, we don't smoke meth, man. We only smoke weed, man. And I'm like, why are you proud of that? You know, like, so I just imagine him going to a job interview in Jamaica where he's telling his boss like, I don't smoke crack on the job, man. Then his boss pauses and goes, you're hired, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's you all got can- the job, man. That's all we can ask <laughs> yeah. for, brother. Yeah, exactly. You don't smoke ice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I. Does anyone smoke meth? What's the what's the dr- uh, drug of choice? What's the vice um, of most homeless people in Montreal? I was talking about this with someone yesterday. Probably crack and meth. Is it crack Heroin, and meth? Because the usual. No. Well, I, here's the thing. I don't. I think out west it's more fentanyl. I think in like Alberta, fentanyl. Sure. Some Los people Angeles, want fentanyl. Fentanyl. They have uh, fentanyl Van- Vancouver, testing. Fentanyl. They have fentanyl testing strips. There's people probably using it to make sure it is fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like right. oh, there's no fentanyl. Scrap it. It's just baby laxative. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people smoke out here, because I mean, people do people just drink. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, Inuits who are just drunk all the time. It's like it's almost like they're the cheapest date of a uh, hobo. It's like because they, you know, like Native Americans, I think, are totally fucked up off of alcohol. I mean, alcohol ruins those people. Like they just don't have the genetic predisposition to like process it as effectively as people from Europe. Because I think it's like a are you new- talking homeless Native people? Yes. So so but yeah. we'll, we'll all Native. People. I'm doing a photo shoot with one of them later today. Lovely. Both gonna wear a white T-shirt with jeans. A little blood. Gonna, gonna see his moldy feet in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you've heard, you've heard about how like you know? How, oh my god, oh, that's that's fucking revolting. <laughs> so you know how, you know how like on most native reservations, there's a lot of Can't alcoholism. Your fucking knees touching me. All right, Jesus. fucking gay tattooed leg. You fucking. <laughs> Right, you can't make fun of me. I'm Ooh, retarded. What you Find in, something. What are you insecure? Yeah, I am actually insecure. Fucking knees touching on the again. table. Yeah, I, that happened once with Jamie Boom Boom a year ago. Our feet touched under the table, and we both pulled away. It was like it was ironic like a, coming from a guy that rolls around with men for leisure. Yeah, yeah, but we we pulled away. Yeah, we we pulled away, kind of like a, like a 14 year old on a date. You know, you touch by accident. <laughs> so now so he dyes his hair blonde and like. Yeah, he's fully embracing showbiz. <laughs> So so he did so, an interview with me recently that I oh that's kind of cool I'll be on his Instagram page he's like interviewing me like so uh, how much money what's the most money you have ever lost and yeah, I, you're 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 almost I, I think you know just crazy enough to be like one of those guys in his street interviews 
But listen, so I thought I'll be on his page. And then this other guy I don't recognize is involved. And I asked him, so when are you uploading this? Because I want to watch it. He's like, oh, it's not even for my page. It's for some other thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck this is. And he's like, I don't. I still don't know where that video is going. Yeah, but I, it's me saying that I lost fourteen thousand dollars. I made up a fake story on the spot oh, to be funny, right? Okay. I was like, well, the, what's the most money I've ever? Oh, fourteen k. Really? How? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, well, you know, uh, I was suicidal because I owed money to the mafia, so I took out a bunch of loans and went to the casino and I bet it all on red, and then I just. And I lost, and then I just didn't kill myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just made up a fake story. And it turns out it's on some other guy. I don't even know where this video is. Somewhere somewhere out in the universe on the internet. This could be on a fucking documentary on BBC somewhere. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's on mental health. Fuck. It's not fentanyl out here, man. It's so, so, so the natives get fucked up by alcohol. It's why on the reservations, a lot of them have, a lot of them. I got my ass kicked by one once. What? Yeah, because I wrestled in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Did yeah, I ever tell you, you this story? Me. You told me that you wrestled in high school. That's all you told well, me. Well, okay, so I was in like you know, grade 10, okay? So how old was I? 15 or something? Yeah, yeah. I would go to KSS. Uh, which Kanawa was, Kanawaki Survival yeah. School. It was a really The cool Native Reservation south yeah. of Montreal. Everyone was scared of them. I remember this one time they came to Loyola, um, and I was watching the wrestling tournament going on during our, our winter sports tournament. Oh, they came to you. They, yeah, came, yeah. They, came to, they came to the Loyola winter sports tournament, and I remember this one time... <laughs> Because they had weight classes, right? But I think there was like an open weight class, maybe above a certain point. Um, like there was a greater disparity in weight. There's Anyway, there was this little guy who I think literally got flipped onto his back by this fucking crazy jacked uh, wrestler from Kanawaki Survival School. That guy was and probably I, 25 years dude, old. Dude, dude. And everyone literally in the gym, I remember, he got flipped onto the mat and the guy was just kind of st like stood there. like uh, He was just laying there, right? Like like starfish, right? Yeah. And people were like, okay, we have to stop this. That's it. Like this is, like someone's going to die. Like I remember everyone was like, what the fuck? Like it wasn't just like, okay, like this was dominant. This was like, no, someone's going to die here. It was like, <laughs> we need to intervene. People were like, dude, what the fuck? No. No, whatever just happened is not okay. It no, too you, much. out, out. Yeah, stop. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Start scalping him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, those people have, a, those people have, you know, gone through a lot. Kanawaki's not that bad because it's close to Montreal, but a lot of the other reservations elsewhere in Canada get absolutely I wanted to totally add one little, one little detail to the, to the match that I, I was wrestling. Yeah, I got yeah, my ass kicked right. by a guy. So just, to, just by the way, so I was probably 15. The guy fighting me was clearly not my age. Turns out he was an adult. And he just failed high school like two years in a row. Okay. And apparently they keep themselves to keep a low weight. This not they. I mean like this team I was saying was yeah. operating not normally. So this individual apparently was keeping his weight lower enough, low enough to still wrestle guys that were small. He was weight cutting. He was a small man who was at like 19 or 20 years old. Yeah. Who went to that school. And he had a, his girlfriend or whatever in the audience was fucking pregnant. So imagine you're getting pinned by an adult. <laughs> And you look and you just see a woman like, yeah, baby. Yeah. She's like fucking, this was like Talladega, Mike's Talladega Nights yeah. experience, you know? And I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, like your fucking son's going to fucking find me now. Oh <laughs> like, my God. I don't know. It was just retarded. And then it was like, there's a thing about wrestling. Okay. I would, if I could go back in time, I would have not, I, I would have not done it. I would have just done weights. Cause like, it's a weird sport where like, you know, you can grab a guy's ass cheek as a, as a, as a grip to move yeah. his body around, like almost like rock climbing. Yeah. Our knees were touching and you were uncomfortable. Okay. That's not good for you. So you can grab a guy's ass and like, like here, here's the thing. If you grunt, like you're like, ugh. The ref will be like, no grunting. It's unsportsmanlike. Uh -oh. But if you finger a guy's ass yeah, and grab yeah. his cock, the ref's just like, yeah. He's just analyzing it, you know. Yeah. It's just a stupid sport. He's nodding, nodding. Yeah, but if you grunt, this happened to me once where the guy was the guy grabbed my he went for my like he fucking hit my ball like my testicle or something. Yeah. yeah. 
And I looked at the ref. I was like, "Are you gonna? Are you, do you see that?" And then I I start fighting aggressive. Mean, Testicle. My he hit me in the balls. Right. And I get angry. Do you have one or two balls? Two. I what forget. the fuck are you talking about? I have two balls. Yeah, but you were sick at one point. I forgot if you <laughs> lost a ball. No, I never lost a ball. Thank God. I mean, not like. th thank whatever higher power, you know. Can you imagine what it'd be like to fuck with one ball. You know what happens sometimes to those people is they actually get offered a synthetic one just for the feeling. Yeah, I have a friend who has that. Yeah, he once called me Pooperman. He called me Pooperman in science class, and I was like, I'm not gonna say his name, but I was like, you have one ball. Oh really? And everyone knew that, and it was so fucking awkward. Oh no, <laughs> it was too much. You know? It was too real. Yeah, <laughs> it's too real. It's like yeah, for yeah. Pooperman to say and say you have one ball is like you know you're yeah, killing an ant yeah, with yeah, a machine yeah. gun. Yeah, like no, it was, <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes it's too real. Like I would trash talk when I play hockey all the time, and it was always just you know standard shit. But this one time, I remember the goalie on the other team we were playing was the son of the cleaner who used to come here, and we fired her because she sucked. And I knew her name and shit, and I was horrible. I was like 12 years old, 13. And I think I wanted to get in the guy's head. And I knew his name too. And I called him by his first name and invoked his mom and said, your mom sucks dick or whatever. Your mom, like, yeah, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was just too much. And he punched me. And, and he got kicked out of the game, which was kind of my goal. But I, yeah, uh -huh. it wasn't a very Christian thing to do. It was, it was too much. It was too real. Like, like mm -hmm. after he punched me, I was like, yeah, that was in hindsight. I, I get why he did that, you know? Like, I just thought I was going to like just get in his head and he was like maybe going to let in a soft goal. But he fucking punched but you me. you won in the end. Well, we won in the end, but yeah, but again, it yeah. was it was a lot. He refused to shake hands at the end. It was a whole thing. It was not good. Yeah. That was the funniest when kids would like not want to shake hands at a soccer game or something. That was like the one time that there was maybe yeah. good cause to not do that. There's some guy like, calling Victor. your mother by his first name. Remember calling, playing calling soccer, the worst kid on your team? Like, remember, like, the, oh. there's always that one kid on the soccer team, like, when you started in house league, probably, who's just fucking incapable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, why are you even here? You know, it doesn't even make sense. What's, just, what's funnier to me is like when you get to playing sports when you're 20 and that guy's still around. <laughs> and it's like you haven't taken he runs hit. the association now you should have yeah. left like six years ago dude before like I know a guy that would really spit on other players like puberty. to fuck to, to distract them he had some spit on a guy some guys just never had it like yeah. I remember this one time I called a kid a loser and he hit me and cried and got a red card and he was yelling at the ref nah he called me a loser and we were 11 it's like 11 yeah. sounds young but at 11 you could have conversations and you didn't fall down and say makify or anything no <laughs> and get no, a free goal I, I think I, I think I actually thought I was in trouble I thought I was in trouble for calling him a loser because oh. I was a little child, right? I was like, oh, no, I, I'm out. The secret's out. And then all the parents, you know, I think, you know, who I thought were mortified and thought, you know, <laughs> this guy's a fucking, this guy's a loser. Um, Every soccer team I was ever on was I, like, basically a disgrace. No, that makes... I played for NDG House. I did, I did Intercity makes. once and there was one kid on our team. It was like the coach's son. He actually had potential. Everyone else was shit. The coach's son is either the best player on the team or the worst player on the yeah, team. Yeah, he was the, the best between. player. Yeah, I know. But, but, but I, I remember when I called the kid a loser... I thought him yelling that out would get me in trouble and all the other parents would look down on me and say, well, that kid who called him a loser, he's a real loser. Who calls another kid a loser? Like, I thought, like, mm -hmm. I was going to get in trouble for it. But uh, in reality, they probably just respected me a little bit, right? Like, yeah. oh, good. He's, he's trash talking. He gets it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... Um, uh, yeah, like House League soccer was kind of, uh, you know, weird when you're a kid because... You know, when did you start swearing? Ten, you know. Uh, I started early. I had Nine. like half siblings that were ten years older than me. Okay. So. Well, well, well. I just, you know, in elementary school, you I was hear watching Freddie Got Fingered when I was a kid, like with Tom Green. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That okay. was a crazy movie to see as a child. I yeah. was jerking off a horse. Oh my god! And my family's watching this. It's like, <laughs> uh, from my perspective, it was like porn. I was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't, you know, my humor at that point was like SpongeBob, not yeah, like a guy yeah, yeah. masturbating a horse. I didn't understand why that's funny. <laughs> Till this day, I'm not really. Family sure. Guy used to be funny when you were like ten because they would just say "bitch" or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, so I remember. So it's. Well, I remember Brian the doing cocaine was pretty funny. I remember that. I used to download Family Guy on, on LimeWire and Kaza Light and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably destroyed my computer through doing that, but I used to like download episodes, yeah. The, the weird, well, yeah. I also downloaded The Matrix once. I thought I was a fucking genius. I was watching The Matrix for free on DI, on like a VLC player, DIVX or whatever, and I thought I was like the smartest guy in the world. Probably downloaded 50 viruses. The computer <laughs> li- eventually broke. It's the thing that actually gave you cancer. <laughs> it's just you downloading the Matrix. <laughs> you know, it's fucked. You know, I, it's, uh, more people are getting ca- younger and more people are getting certain cancers these days. You know, as a person who's had cancer, you can come out and just say that and people will kind of have to take you a, at least a little well, bit seriously. It's true. Like my own physician told me that there are like the, the is there an increased rate of like, like I know I know a girl that's 17. She had thyroid cancer. But you, that's horrible. That but I you had. can make that your personality and just be cancer awareness. Yeah, guy we talked about this once. Just how, like, my cancer theories. actually si- cured my disease. Remember we talked about this once? Vaguely. What happened? Well, basically I had Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is when your immune system attacks your own thyroid gland. And the thyroid gland is like, they call it the battery of the body. It's uh-huh. very crucial. Okay. Okay. It affects like the speed of your organs and your energies and your, even your feelings, your emotions. It affects everything. So whatever. Uh, so I had this disease where it's getting attacked. So no, no wonder I was so fucking unstable when I was younger, sure. you know, the, sure, during those sure. few years. Um, anyway, so... Uh, Normally, they would just treat that and you would live with that. And, and, and if you read the literature medically, like people pretty much suffer with this. It's like Crohn's, but for your thyroid, okay? Okay. And then when I ended up discovering that I have thyroid cancer, weirdly through my gastro doctor who couldn't find what the problem was because I was having gastric symptoms too. And he was like, look, we already know your thyroid sketch. Let's just do a thyroid ultrasound. You know, uh-huh. ultrasound's pretty safe. Yeah. Turns out I had micro cancers like all over the place. Okay. My GP was telling me everything's being managed, so he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I ended up changing doctors, which I'll get into that in a second. How bullshit that is that you can't easily sue a doctor in this country for malpractice and not attending to something serious like cancer. So because of the cancer, they removed the entire thyroid because ethically they can justify it. Because he has cancer, we remove it. So you have no thyroid. I have no thyroid as we speak. I take two and a half pills a day. Because of it, thyroid hormone pills. Can they? If there's a war, one? if there's a war, no, not that I know of. Unless I go, I don't know. Probably not in a good way. So right. I don't know. Anyway, so basically, if a if war it, breaks out, and there's no, there's no pharmacies. Yeah. Can't. I, I've had dreams where I drive through a pharmacy with a shotgun, and then as I'm in the pharmacy, I'm just robbing everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, give me the the oxy and the the, the vivans. Then I'm whispering, and the Seattle's gonna see out. I'm just like making, I'm like thinking, I'll take the penicillin and sell it. You know, like yeah, yeah. I had this whole envision. Yeah, it could yeah. happen one day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, because of the cancer, they removed the whole organ. And you might ask yourself, why don't they just remove it for people with Hashimoto's? Because there's people that have less severe cases, but they overreact psychologically, and it's hard to gauge if it would be worse. So they just say no. You're gonna, you're gonna live with it. So thankfully, in a weird way, the cancer literally cured the Hashimoto's by removing the whole fucking thing. Right. The problem is, I rely on pills now. You have no thyroid. You would rather have one, but not the one that I had. Right. You know, you don't right. want to have. You don't want an in fucking de- self-destroying yeah, organ. Self-destructing. The one yeah. that's actively plotting against you. And it's the weird part is, to kill you. throughout the years of my illness, when I was having symptoms, I used to tell my parents, you know, I feel like I'm not suicidal, but my cells are. Like, really? Because I was getting so demoralized by my symptoms, and no one was able to help me that I wanted to die on some level. It's like your body wants to die. You can take that call if you want. I don't. Uh, that's I fine. Like- if it's my friend who has, uh, he lives in Vancouver. It's a really funny guy, actually. But you want, you want to take the call? Uh, no, nah, not really. It's okay. Okay. Should I? I don't know. You can. You can fucking put it on speaker and just put it. Yo, Shabazz, you're on the podcast. 
Yeah, say hi. Yo, I'm fucking playing sicko mode right now. Literally in my apartment. Can you guys hear it in the background? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that, get that demonic yeah, shit off my... Yeah, yeah. Get that demonic shit off my airwaves. All right, yo. Uh, we'll call you back, okay? Travis Scott? Nah, hang up on him. Hang, hang up on him. Fucking devil. Yeah. Sometimes I text him, look behind you, and he actually checks because he's like a very paranoid guy. <laughs> but anyway, so... Look, so that's the story, right? You know, the fact that I had cancer actually cured my fucking disease. And if you read the, if you Google it, you know, does thyroidectomy help the Hashimoto's thyroiditis? And it says it's curative because now the body, the shit that wants to kill the thyroid is like they show up with their swords and shields and they're like, where the fuck is it? And then they just jack off. That's basically <laughs> they what happens. Jack off and go to bed. Exactly. Just yeah. Low mo- yeah. The war is over. They're, the just demor- they're just demoralized. They yeah. think they won already. You know? <laughs> the war is over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Hiroshima. Okay. Crazy, right? That's and that not... was in 2018 when I was diagnosed. Ah, well, you know. I'm and glad, the thing I'm about gl- the doctors. I'm glad you came out the other side. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But but look, like the thing about my my former doctor was, you know, like I I didn't even send a complaint or anything at the time because I was so consumed by dealing with this bullshit. Did you at least tell him, hey, by the way, I had cancer and you fucking missed yes, it? Yes, yes. Like you did at least try I, to guilt him. A I little even bit. recorded on my phone where I told him everything, and I wanted to hear his answer. I still have it on my old iPhone what saved he somewhere. Say? He goes, well, we couldn't send you for a thyroid ultrasound just because of those symptoms. Otherwise, then he, this is where the manipulation comes in. If we just send everyone... Rewind. For, if he, he goes, if we the just... The system would get... Backed get up. backed up, and, and that's, that's where the system makes no sense. Scam, no, but it makes because we, we're not sending everyone for thyroid ultrasounds, so that doesn't even make sense. Listen to me, man. You know what I mean? The Medicare. The He's Medicare still system. rich. The guy literally wears a leather jacket with a golden chain. Sometimes, like he doesn't even look professional. The Medicare system here is. Uh, yeah, I almost respect that more though. For him to be like a stubborn doctor who does what he wants and just wears the leather jacket. Yeah, like, I wish but, I was him, obviously. But look, uh, yeah, listen, sure. like, like he could fuck you in the throat, and in Canada. You know, in 10 years from now, you'll change doctors. That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah. You send a complaint. They wipe their ass with it. And you're like, oh, I wonder where Dr. Uh, Silverstein is. Yeah. Oh, they transferred him to Kanawaki. That's weird. Like, they, they just, nothing happens to them. They get away with anything, dude. My they're co- like priests. Like, they're like the Catholic Church. They yeah, just, dude. They just move them around, dude. My yeah. cousin's doctor, my cousin's doctor who uh, um, delivered her baby, I think, um, her gynecologist got, like, got done in for malpractice and they moved him to another hospital, I think, to some, like, you know, less populated part of the part of the province. And he basically, he apparently, there were signs, dude. Like, when my cousin was giving birth or when my cousin was in the process of giving birth, he was pregnant, he went to her husband and was like, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna go to bat for you and I'm going to try to, honestly, this might make him a fucking G, but I'm not really sure. I don't know if this is, like, fucking kosher or not, but he was like, I'm going to go to bat for you and I'm going to, listen, you do not want a natural birth, okay? We're going to go C-section all the way. Because trust me, it'll never be the same for you again. <laughs> and, and, just like, and the guy, you know, and this guy's like, can you please deliver my baby safely? Like, <laughs> just, what, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> please not talk That's about like, There's a Stephen Wright joke where he's like, uh, I had a C-section. so overt about your discussion about my wife's vagina. I know you're right. a guy, I know, but like, yeah, anyway. I was going to say, Stephen Wright has a joke where he's like, it's something about a baby having a C-section that when they leave the house, he jumps out of the window. <laughs> yeah, you know. All right. He's a phantom. He's just, he exits in an atypical fashion. <laughs> he doesn't leave through the normal exit, you know? <laughs> like the front door would be the vagina, right? That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, 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 sure, man. I'm happy you made it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy you made it out here. I'm happy we uh, we were able to do this for no Nice money. area, too. 
No. Yeah. Well, we lose power first here all the time. That's uh, the price you pay for having a lot of trees. Is, is this? I'm not gonna say the region on the mic, but like, is this region part of? Uh, it's not. Is it part of Dorval? No. No. Okay. No, it's not. Because there's certain regions. If you go on the Government of Canada website, there's like they specify which regions do they where they fluoridate the drinking water, and right. I found out that my region is not fluoridated. Right. We were talking about which this. you don't want that. So right. I think we're yeah. good here. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I yeah. don't know. I decided to end it on talking about shekels and. Uh, Conspiracy theories. Yeah, well, you took it in a direction only you could take it. I was going to talk about House League soccer and how this one time I said fuck off to a ref and every fucking, you know, even though I've been swearing for five years, every fucking parent on the sidelines was scandalized. We're 14 years old, you know. <laughs> it's not that, you know. <laughs> your parents, your your folks, your folks seem pretty chill too, eh? They're chill. They're good I don't people. live with my family anymore. They're but good people, you yeah. know. It's time to leave soon, but they're they're good people, yeah. They're, for they're sure. For sure. Fucking! I was showing my they're dad. Too, they're too. They're they're too good. That's why I have to leave. Because I, I try I to. I try to talk. I don't know how to. I, till this day, I, I just try to joke around with my dad. That's the most I can really get out. You of You said it. you sued your father. No, I try to joke around with oh, him because okay. like to get regular back and forth is a bit stiff. So like, uh, as a joke, I was showing him pictures of like uh, like naked women, and I'm like, "What do you like prefer, landing strip or nothing?" Yeah. What do you prefer? And he well, he lowers his glasses. No, but what, 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 you answer me first. What do you prefer? I like landing strip. Okay. He lowers it and he goes, "Uh, oh, she has a cock." <laughs> like I was showing him like trans like porn. Were you were you actually? Yeah, but I was like, what do you prefer, landing strip or nothing? <laughs> you, no, you like fucking with your parents. You sent me the text the other day of uh, you asking your mom what her pronouns were. <laughs> I don't get into that crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, she 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 typed back, smoking a cigarette, in slippers outside, with fucking curlers in. You know. Ah, uh, well, you, you know, it's you can't pick your family. You know, I, I'm, but I'm 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 lucky. I have good parents. But again, it's almost like I wouldn't even know who to pick. To tell you the truth, at this point, yeah, I don't know what I'd want to pick. Like as, more as money probably, sounds it'd probably like better, just. It'd probably just. I'd probably just go with the guys I got because. Well, it's funny you said. Enabled me to. Well, they raised me well, but also like I feel like I have the critical thinking skills now to kind of, and I don't know if that's through their parenting or not, but I feel like like where I'm at now, I, I've been equipped with the skills to consider everything they've given me. So like mm -hmm. I I I feel like you know I never wanted for anything and I was never in real serious discomfort, so that's good. So for that, you know, great. Um, like intellectually, emotionally, you know. Um, well, they spray all your, they spray all your food with Lysol, which is kind of concerning. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yes, right. We're roasting <laughs> a brisket. There was, they're not. Nobody's perfect, right? Exactly. But, 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 <laughs> but, yeah. It's I'm so mad, dude. And that's like your mom's like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and sprayed Lysol into a garbage can, dude. They still that's that's an issue with them. Yeah, they still wait into still a, use Lysol. That's what it was into the garbage. They sprayed can? it into the garbage why? can while while a brisket, but which had just been seasoned to be smoked, because the garbage had been taken out. It smelled like garbage, but you know they still. Oh, use, it's not because they actually are germaphobes. No, 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 just nobody's perfect. Like they, it's just, for the they smell. still think that Lysol spray works, you know. But it's for the smell, though. Correct. Oh, okay, but, okay. And, well, the germs too, I think. Because I was like, who disinfects garbage cans, anyways? Yeah, well, you know, people. Yeah, ones that smell. I don't know. Thanks for the wine, coffee, and brisket, though. Yeah, but um. No, like I, I would have, I would pick my parents again because they did a good job, but also, you know, no, no parent is perfect, but I, I see the blind spots and I'm able to kind of like, well, the idea is that learn you, from them. You could it's, one it's day good. provide, like fill in the gaps when you one day, yeah, I if I, that's your no, goal. I, I would be able to, I think. Every generation should have that goal in mind that the next the, generation the should yeah, outperform the one prior. Yeah, and I think they usually do, which is good. I think that's No, that's some helpful. parents, some fathers uh, actually don't want their son to outshine them. It's a weird, sick thing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I've noticed in my family, it's been an improvement generation after generation. I, I you know, I, in my girlfriend's family too. But like, you know, the reason I'm kind of hesitant to have kids is because I think it's a full-time job, dude. You have to go all in with it, man. Like it's really, you know, I mean, I'm young to have kids now anyway in the modern world, but fucking, 
I, I think that if you're going to have kids, you have to be, you know, really conscious about how you raise them. I think a lot of people just say, fuck it, we'll have them. And then, it, you know, it'll just happen naturally. We'll wing it. And that's, so that's a strategy, but I feel like I'd want to raise a guy to take over an army. I don't know why. Maybe it's my ego, but like, I feel like I should be trying to raise, like if I have a son, I should be trying to raise Alexander the Great. It's not good. It's not productive. Maybe it is, but it could also raise a fucking psychopath who just like snaps and, you know. Who has like gay Greek orgies. Well, not that. Not that. <laughs> I, I meant like just who, who just, you know, who just like fucking resents his father. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You know, for trying to like enroll him in sports and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to raise, like, a militant psychopath. But I know, I, obviously, I'm kidding. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't know. No, but I feel, again, I feel like if you're going to, like, ride the kid really hard, if he if he rises to the top, you know. Right, yeah, if it works. It's, like, yeah. great, you know, and if not, it's, like, maybe he was never going to anyway. You know, it's hard to say. That's the like, weird thing yeah. that I'm not really, you know. I just find and midgets feel- in Montreal and I befriend them. What's up? I just find midgets in Montreal and befriend them yeah. and I try to bestow my wisdom upon them, but it doesn't always work out. Fuck, man. I just, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hypocritical of me to even suggest that as a parenting style too. You just touched my knee again. Cause I'm not, right. <laughs> right, that, that, right. That's it. That's where we're wrapping the pot up. <laughs> it's three strikes are out. No, I, but I, I am, I am afraid to, um, have kids because I'm kind of like scared that they'll just fucking not be perfect, you know, and they won't be no kid are no kid is, but it's like, I want to try to raise the best kid possible. And it's, you know, I don't know. Like, I would just take it seriously. It's not like, a, you know, it's yeah. not like people who are just busting nuts left and right and women and saying, fuck it. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'm okay with anything. Like, I know guys who have, like, you know, who are my age who have, like, three kids, you know, with multiple women, you know. Mm. Like, they're not thinking about it as much, I suspect. And I have they're a friend who just, just two not. days ago, uh, uh, he says he fucked uh, this random woman who said she was 32. She looked like she was 44 in the pictures. Um, or it's just pure poverty. But anyways... She just looked like shit anyways, but long story short, like he's like, yeah, the condom ripped. And then the other day we got lunch and then he's like, he brought her to a pharmacy to get the plan B pill. And then she refused. She it. said no. No, she went, received it with him, but then he wanted to see her take it. Cause she he doesn't. No. And she said no. Yeah. So I told him like, I was like, honestly, man, like the fact that she said no, like I've been in that situation. You might have to, you might have to throw olive oil on her stairs. Yeah. You might have to cover her stairs in virgin olive oil. <laughs> olive oil or something. The old fashioned way. The you know? old fashioned way. As God intended. <laughs> Why does that example always make me laugh? It's so stupid. I appreciate you coming on, <laughs> sir. Um, all right. So uh, do you care if people follow you or not? You sure. Think- yeah, yeah. Follow me. I mean, like, uh, I have a new Instagram account, so that's my excuse for the lack of followers at this time. But yeah, check it out. I, I Why did the last one get banned? It was, I, I could try to blame other conspiracies, but really I was just arguing with people aggressively. Like I was like swearing at people. <laughs> you call people cunts and shit. Yeah. I was just like, a sw- I was like, I was like verbally assaulting people on Instagram. So then I got banned. But yeah. So if you want to check out my new page, I have like show postings and like local events and podcasts that I'm doing. Yeah. So. In Montreal. yeah. Is it Samson 2.0? Samson C, the letter C oh. 2.0. Okay, great. I'll throw it up in the description. Which uh, I'm told by my 13 uh, year old cousin is a terrible uh, handle. Because it's like Samson C. They wonder, is it the word C or the letter C? And then 2.0 is like, what the fuck? Yeah, most 13-year-olds don't know what the fuck is going no, on. No, they run marketing companies now. I know a guy that's 40. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way out. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I might have to go to manual labor because they found a 16-year-old who knows more than me. He's <laughs> like, he's actually concerned about his future. He's like, I might have to go back to the airport. <laughs> 13-year-old is, your 13-year-old, 13-year-old cousin is telling you, yeah, listen, man, I think you got to rethink how you're, uh, I think you got to rethink your Yeah, because they're immersed in this shit. 
Yeah, maybe you should listen to everything he says, actually. Dude, we didn't grow up from, like, childhood no, you're on right. social media. They were, like, six, seven-year-olds on fucking TikTok. Born, no, you're, no, you're right. Do everything he says. Do, do it. I mean, it can't hurt. It's not yeah. going to go any, you know, it's not going to go any worse, right? It's not like things are really happening right now. It's just, you know, it's just only local followership. And yeah. I don't know how to get picked up in a fucking algorithm. It's not going well for me, dude. I suggest continue, I post keep talking about the Jews. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's gonna be the just address all races constantly. The title of this pod. <laughs> no, anyway, I appreciate you coming on, bro. This was fun. Uh, so follow me at I'm Sam Adamo if you don't already. Subscribe to the pod. Fucking throw a thumbs up on. Yeah, man. The Thanks video. for having me. Yeah, man. Apparently the thumbs up helps. So leave that and uh, rate it if you're just like listening to it. I don't know. A lot of people don't watch. They just listen. Just like, give it a rating. Apparently that helps. Uh, I don't know. Like, help, Thanks help for not talking about soccer, by the way, because I know fuck all about it. Yeah, we, we, we almost went down a rabbit hole when you brought up House League Soccer, but you started well, talking like, about well, cancer. Yeah. That was childhood so that, stories. That was, yeah. good. that was good. It was good. I appreciate what you did there. That was great. I started talking about my cancer. Okay, we're going. It's going better. It's getting better. It's, it's, it's good. It's the good. producer in the background is like, what is the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? The pod is going exactly <laughs> according to plan. No, I appreciate you coming on, man. All right. Uh, listeners, we'll catch you soon. A la próxima. Uh, next episode will probably be recorded in Miami. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> Can you say more than that? Parlo italiano. Gra grazie di cosa? Sì. Alla prossima, ciao. Con lo sguardo da serpente Io mi sono avvicinato Lei già non capiva niente L'ho guardata, ma guardato E mi sono scatenato Freda stera, il mio confronto Era statico e imbranato Le ho sparato un bacio in bocca